You are listening to Lady Talk Radio. I'm your host and friend, Stacey Ray. Each week right here, you and I are going to have those much needed, honest conversations about your creativity, your work, your womanhood, your ambition, and so much more. Really, if I'm honest, nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and let's talk. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today I wanted to take the power back. back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Well, I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. This is about, this is about self, self mastery. mastery. I'm enough, and I'm worthy of love and belonging and joy. Let us work at it together, starting now. Hey, welcome back to the show. I am so excited about today's guest. This is our second woman in our motherhood series, Lindenise, and she is an amazing coach, writer, woman, friend, and she's a really big stand for for men and women just really living the life that they're here for. And I heard her say something a few months back, and it really stuck out to me. And when I decided to do this series, I thought, we've got to talk about this. She said, I'm not a single mother, I'm an independent mother. And I felt like that is such a, a, a subtle shift in language, but even just like the, the, the energy of that is so different. It's so different. And so we touch on this in this episode amongst many other things and just really celebrating her own journey of motherhood. I'm really excited for you to get connected with Lynn. She is this like hidden gem of a woman and um, yeah, we've known each other a really long time, which is really cool. I love doing these episodes with women that I've personally journeyed friendships with as well. Cause it just makes for this like really deep, honest conversation. And you might notice I get a little emotional a couple times throughout this episode. It was just a really moving one. So I'm really excited for you guys to dive into this with me. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So you are no newbie to lady talk radio. <laughs> You've been on the show before, once or twice? Once. I feel like maybe even twice. I feel like it might have been twice. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, And I just, I was so excited to have you on for this series because there are mothers that stand out to me in my community and you're definitely one of them. Uh, I feel like we're both going to cry on this podcast. You are such a fantastic mother and the way that you hold your motherhood and how you move through the world. And I know that you have recently created this new coaching practice and you're supporting people and doing all this amazing work. And I just really wanted to feature and celebrate you. And I know that you have your own unique story of of motherhood as we, as all women do, right, in their own experiences. And um, so when we talk about these things, it's not to say like, oh, this is about, this is what all mothers experience or anything, but to really showcase your experience and how special that's been. So thanks mm-hmm. for coming back on the show. Lynn. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite topics too. 
Yeah, right? And I don't think it's talked about a lot, you know? I think sometimes motherhood's kind of glazed over a little bit, and so this series to me feels really important to just speak to, like, the many different experiences that mothers have. And Mother Mother's Day is coming up currently as we're recording this. Yeah. How are you feeling where you're currently at in your journey of being a mom? <sighs> I... Definitely feel a little freer than the first Mm. decade of it, (laughs) Uh, a little more settled in, I guess you could say. And then also, you know, really preparing for what's next, the next decade of motherhood and how the changes um, from being, you know, a baby, toddler, mama, middle school, to now high school coming up right around Damn. the corner right Things like get real interesting around then right <laughs> yeah and I feel like you know Jude was such an easy baby easy child that everybody's like oh just wait then right so it's like people warn you and you're like oh I don't want to buy into their fears and stuff but yeah I definitely have my own around it mm-hmm. that's fair Mm -hmm. and you were sharing something before we hit record that I thought was so beautiful like I guess as as he's now come into his own experience of being like a young man can we call him that a young man or is he still like an older boy I don't know (laughs) 13 13 it's official teenager (laughs) yeah that you know I'm curious what that's like for you List like having more of these sort of conscious dialogues now, right? I think as as kids get older, we could have these really interesting conversations. I know that's happening with my niece and nephew right now, where I'm like, "Whoa, wait a second, you're not a kid anymore." You know, what's that like for you now, seeing this little person that you have raised? Yeah, I I have to say, um, when he turned ten, I cried my eyes out on his birthday. It just hit me out of nowhere. I dropped him off at school, came home and started crying. And I was like, what is this about? And I realized it was, you know, me kind of knowing that there was going to be some big changes to the creative, the playful, the fun, the to more of, and here's the real world. And we need to have some raw honest conversations about it too so I think that all kind of hit me like a ton of bricks and then I would say about two years of adjusting and grieving and realizing that you know he didn't want to spend all his time with me anymore and suddenly I was experiencing boredom when they're little you're so busy all the time and it's just yeah. yeah suddenly there was a lot of space <laughs> and quiet and I was like I think I need to get a hobby <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah and I was kind of grieving the loss of you know those really innocent years and the playfulness of it all yeah mm-hmm. there's a term that I heard you use that I thought was really special when you said I don't call myself a single mom I call myself an independent mother mm. Tell us more about that. So Jude's grandma sent me an article probably five years ago, and I, and it was just talking about how calling yourself a single mom is more disempowering than independent mom. So at that time, I was like, hell yeah, like, I really feel like people 
judge single moms and there's a stigma that is around being a single mom or you know I'm so sorry it must be so hard like I would hear things like that and I I really started noticing it after I read that article and just chose to powerfully step into independent mom I was like this is a choice I made and I'm owning it now right Mm -hmm. yeah Oh God, I can feel the the difference in that too. Like I totally know what you're talking about when people sort of express this sort of like almost pity at single motherhood or single parenthood. And I find that really interesting. Like I understand where people are trying to go with that, but like you said, it's a choice also that in your experience and there's like raising a child is such a gift and such a privilege, like to sort of look at someone and be like, oh, that's hard is really disempowering and we don't know someone's experience right so yeah yeah that's exactly what it was I always wanted to be a mom like I knew I wanted to be a mom when I was 16 and I also knew that that wasn't the right time right so (laughs) that's good (laughs) in our generation too I feel like like in my partner's generation his mom had her first child at 14 and that was totally normal which is wild to me anyways okay keep going (laughs) yeah that is wild So, you know, around 32, my, the speaker was getting really loud in my head. And when I met my son's dad, I, I, one of the first things I said to him is, I want a baby. I could care less about getting married, but I actually really want a baby. And luckily enough, he was like, I'll give you a baby. (laughs) And I don't think we both realized that it was going to happen as fast as it did, but it did. So that yeah. was yeah we just both saw him as a gift yeah he's yeah. so cool too he's such a cool little dude <laughs> what would you say surprised you about motherhood like if you're looking back on before and coming into now your experience what would you say kind of surprised you about this whole journey yeah I mean the instant love for sure I know people talk about that it's just so instant so natural Um, and then the other thing that really surprised me is the lessons in, um, letting go continuously and how fast you need to keep up with their changes. You might just settle into like their routine and suddenly it changes. So having that adaptability flexibility like really learning to go with the flow versus um you know before that when I was just so used to structure and everything being a certain way and I even noticed uh it was actually someone who gave me permission to not have a perfectly clean house every night because I was and he was like learning to eat food and throwing it on the floor and just like toys everywhere books off shelf like trying to <laughs> yeah. keep up with that and then being told by someone that you don't have to clean your house every night it doesn't have to be perfect every night mm-hmm. before you go to bed like you can actually leave it for a few days if you want and I was like ah, you mean I can do that like it was just so automatic that yeah so that was the first time I really realized that, oh, hey, I actually needed permission from someone else or I had some blind spot. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think um, 
the expectations I noticed, like these are, this is something I've noticed as someone who's not a mother, right? I have fur babies, but you know, I'm not a mother, but I see these things of sort of these expectations or these sort of invisible um, rules for moms. And we see this a lot too in social media. Like I I had a, um, a friend of mine who she had a baby and she was so shocked at, she would post something and she would get like 15 messages from people being like, you shouldn't do that. Or you have to do this or, you know, this, this kind of thing. What is up with that? Can we just, can we unpack that a little bit? Like, what are we doing? Why are we projecting so many rules? I get that motherhood is kind of like, it's a really tender experience. It's something that matters so much to us. So I can see that we like want to project our thoughts and experiences on other people, but it's like, man, did you have experiences like that? Yeah, definitely. I think that's where that permission piece came in, right? Like, you know, somebody outside of myself giving me permission not to do it the way everyone was saying to do it or, you know, yeah, Yeah. those, that was just really bizarre. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, like I also definitely reached out a lot to other moms, you know, so asking for advice or learning from other moms that I admired and in the way that they were parenting or talking to their children. So, yeah, I think there's this like real insecurity in the context of like doing it right or wrong. Right. Or you, you just think, I don't want to mess this little innocent child up. Right. So yeah, it is that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I get the sort of like, when you say like, Oh, I reached out or I asked this, like that feels really like I, you know, that makes sense to me. Like I could see myself doing that. Hey, what do you think about this? Or how are you doing this? And I know that when people reach out with these, you know, whatever, these ideas and these concepts that they want to share with each other, like, I understand the well-meaning of it, but I guess my fear is like, you know, like you just described, it's like, you're already in this state of, I don't want to mess up this little human. And now you've got like 15 direct messages from other moms telling you you're doing it wrong. Like how confronting (laughs) is that Like, way to make somebody kind of doubt their own instincts. Right. So yeah, I'm glad that there's more conversations about this happening. Yeah. Cause when Jude was born, it was 2009. Right. So social media, I don't even know if Instagram was a thing. So I feel like it's probably even like 10 times worse now, 13 years later from when I was having him, right? So wow, yeah, yeah, you do kind of learn to shut out the noise and start trusting your intuition and what feels right for you as a mom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And these different chapters of motherhood, I don't think anybody can really prepare you, educate you, because it's all going to be different you know, Mm -hmm. like everybody's process. My sister watching her go through all these phases of motherhood these past years has been hilarious because she's like what you said, you think you got the routine down and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, (laughs) ultimate test, right? What would you say, like, just in this moment, what are you, you know, what are you celebrating about this journey for yourself? Oh, just the fact that I have truly experienced the unconditional love that I was always looking for. Mm. Like I, 
Yeah, I know you know my story a little bit, but it just to be able to take all the lessons and all the the things that maybe I didn't get from my parents and be able to give that to Jude in the best way mm-hmm. that I know how. Yeah. Mhm. That's huge, Lynn. And you're still rolling the dice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you are an amazing mom. And I know that you've been on this journey. Like I mentioned at the beginning, like you really embarked into this new experience of your work and what you're creating. And I know you're serving other women and moms and men too. And um, tell us more about what that was like for you. Cause I know you stepped into this incredible role of coaching and transformational work with people what has that journey been like for you? Yeah, sometimes I actually feel like because I had Jude at a time when I had no money, I was fired from jobs constantly when I first found out I was pregnant. I think I went through about two or three different jobs because it just wasn't the right fit or they realized, you know, I was going on maternity leave. So I ended up getting like a temp job. And I think the gift in um, having nothing and being able to really have Jude as my motivation to get myself educated, to get myself supported. I remember when he was like five or six months old and we moved to Victoria I started going to Al-Anon meetings, friends and families of alcoholics and the Al-Anon ladies like fully supported me that Christmas and they threw a party and got all these toys together for Jude. And I was like overwhelmed because I had to learn to receive. I had to learn to be okay with support and others coming forward. And that was just like, I just remember it being the most humbling experience like to be able to not only receive support learning how to ask for support having all of our needs met without anything at all just on the love of others was just so incredible so I think that's really what started me and my interest in personal development world because there is a lot of personal development going on within that program. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the group work, I just love sharing stories, hearing other people's stories, and knowing that you're not alone, like all of that played into, you know, me hiring a coach for support. Yeah. And just the different phases of that. And just knowing how much it made a difference in my life and in Jude's life. So to be able to take all of that and give that back and support others along their journey and really empower women, men, anyone to, you know, step into possibility, step into their dreams and, and have it be okay. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lynn. I just, I just had this moment because I've seen you in these different like different parts of your journey. And it's just so special to see and hear you in this, in this space and how, you know, we can't always like kind of map the the journey at the beginning. Right. But it's like when you can kind of look back and go like, wow, you know, that is extraordinary. 
you know, yeah. these different choices and these different moments that you, that you embraced. And now here you get to turn around and share that with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't change any of it because it all brought so much depth and richness yeah. and, um, yeah, I always say like, even though it didn't work out with Jude's dad and I, like he was the biggest gift and, you know, his dad will even say too, like, we both truly believe that he was a gift from God and he actually saved us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's amazing. You mentioned earlier that Jude had said something to you and it just really rocked you. Do you want to share that? Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about, um, the show made that was filmed over here and oh it was filmed there oh I didn't know that yeah yeah interesting so I had we had watched it a few months ago and I think it was a little bit eye-opening for Jude he was just approaching 13 and it just felt like the time to share you know where we came from because as a young child he didn't know that I had no money that I was working like triple time sometimes to throw him the best birthday parties ever. Aww. I have to say that is one of my favorite things about motherhood, like throwing theme birthday parties for him. They were so fun. So it was just- <laughs> okay, pause there for a second. What was the favorite theme you ever had? Oh, probably honestly his Minecraft theme cute because I just got so into being creative with like food and making like blue jello ice cubes for blocks for the water blocks and like yeah it was just really fun that's so cool I think that honestly um having Jude also showed me that I am a creative because I think Mm -hmm. like the creative side of me was oppressed for a long time And so having a child allowed me to be creative and explore that side of myself, which I never had before. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that was a huge gift. I'm still a question from way back. But yeah, that was one of the blessings of motherhood for sure. Yeah. Almost like his presence also like activates part of you, right? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. That's so cool. Hey, hey, I'm going to interrupt this combo for just a quick moment. All through the month of May over at Your Media, we are focusing on education around podcasts because we know that so many of you have wanted to start a podcast for many years and you probably haven't done that yet. Or if you've started your podcast, you're needing some support to really get it to where you want it to go. So if you've been dreaming of starting your own podcast or taking the podcast you currently have and really rocket launching it, we can help. We offer a range of podcast services, including our signature podcast in a day, where we take you from where you are now, give you the plan, the tools, the software, everything that you need to really take your show to where you want it to go. So let's chat and see if it's right for you. Go to your media, Y-O-O-R media.com forward slash podcast and apply now. So yeah, back to the maid story. So Jude asked me the other night, you know, what was it like, you know, when I was born and you know, what happened with dad and it just felt like the right time to really be honest. And I reminded him of the maid show. I was like, you know, 
a, a lot of that was my lived experience. Like, you know, I brought, I brought up Al-Anon earlier. So that was part of my journey, right? Learning to step away from sort of the party scene and the party crowd. And, and, and I did that as a way of protecting Jude too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just kind of was really nice to see his, uh, growth in awareness of others, like outside themselves. Right. Because I think they say a child after like 10 or 11 starts to realize it's not all about them and their whole world. Right. So he just really honored me in that and was like, wow, mom, like you've done so much. Like you have, he's never gone without and he's recognized Mm -hmm. that. Like he's always had everything. He's always had, you know, the same great experiences and birthday parties and clothes to wear and toys to have. And, you know, he did not miss out. And a lot of that was also the generosity of others, which is just so beautiful to see that you can live on love yeah yeah (laughs) you can live on love oh that's so good but I think like I know as I I've had moments um over the course of my life where I've lived on love you know so I get what you're saying and Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's it's so important to hear stories like yours because we can think oh when I you know, donate this, or if I give this way, or if I'm part of this community, and we serve these people, like we if if we don't know who they are, sometimes it can feel really far away. But these are mothers everywhere. These mothers are in our communities, they're our neighbors, they're people that we know. And it's, I think, overlooked a lot, like we have this perception of like, oh, like, this is what this could look like if I was living in poverty, or I didn't have a lot, but it's sometimes so different than what we would imagine you know, and and I've had a similar, I I love that Jude came to that awareness at 13. That is amazing to me. I I remember when I had some moments like that with my mom, where I got to really look at her journey and honor her for the woman that she is. And, and similarly, I was like, whoa, you know, like you did so much to get here. And that Mm -hmm. is incredible. And you deserve all that acknowledgement, Lynn, truly. You're amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) he's gonna be like a little like like I just think of him being out in the world like you've raised this new generation of this like little man that's gonna be out in the world Mm -hmm. who's respectful who cares for women right and sees women as these powerful capable brilliant beings right so thanks for that yeah definitely (laughs) blessing us with that what was it like raising a boy because we know the current scape of the world is pretty wild and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of conversations about masculinity and men and all this kind of stuff. How has that been for you? Like raising a boy, was there anything that sort of stood out to you that you were really intentional about? Yes, definitely. Like never using language, um, saying man up or, Ooh, you know, yes. I remember having to hold back a few times because I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to tell him that ever. And, and I'm guilty of saying that to his dad when I was younger and, you know, angry before I had done a lot of my personal development work. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. It's expected. Know, I just, uh, yeah. And to really raise him to express his feelings and emotions and, you know, be okay with them and ride them out and not make them wrong. That, 
that feels really good to me. That feels like a change from what was handed to me. And I also grew up with older brothers who were really rough and hockey players in Calgary and in that sort of, I want to say toxic masculine scene, right? So to kind of do it completely opposite from how I grew up, moved to Victoria, you know, I let Jude choose what he wants to play versus, you know, pushing him and telling him what he has to do. So really just letting him be in the exploration of his own life. So it feels, cool. yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, if you could just to, you know, I, I, I feel like you shared so much, like honestly, throughout this conversation, there were so many things that you said that were so moving to me and I'm just, I'm feeling so like warm and fuzzy over here. Um, but I'm like, you know, this series is really about moms and about, you know, acknowledging the journey of motherhood. And I'm curious as a mom, as someone who's been on this journey for 13, 14 years, let's say. Yeah. Like, is there anything that you want women to know about motherhood, whether they're a mom or not, you know, just what you want people to know about moms? Yeah, I was always fascinated by people who had like birthing plans and they were <laughs> rigid about their birthing plans because it all just goes out the window anyway. Right. <laughs> so I would love to just say like plan for the unplanned and nice. throw the plan out the window because you know if you're holding on too tightly to a plan it's most likely going to just like explode anyways. So yeah. This yeah. is not the first time I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've heard this quite a few times, actually. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And just an honoring of self and really that old analogy about putting your mask on, your breathing mask on first. Like it just, it's as simple as that to really honor and care for self first. And that took me quite a while to learn I would say it was all about and so it should be when they're babies it is all about them but also finding a way to nurture ourselves in that process too is so important obviously yeah. right? and we hear it but I think sometimes we skim over some of these foundational like they can sound really simple and you know they are simple in a way but like it's so important it's so, so important. I, I feel like that's been the common thread throughout the series that we keep hearing is like, you've got to take care of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then man. the other thing that I love that you always said was everything is figure outable. Ooh, I've always said that. Okay. I thought that was a newer thing. Cause I feel like that, that has been my MO for a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 I definitely picked that up from you. Like I, I love that. And mm -hmm. it really is like, I watched a show the other day that was showing like, you know, late 20 somethings trying to date and get married. And quite often the storyline was that the man thought he had to have enough money before he could get married, have enough right. money before he could have a child. And like, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like this idea that kind of what you were saying about the plan too, like the birthing plan. Like I think sometimes we can get really caught up. I know I definitely have in like focusing on, okay, once we get to this point or I feel this way, then we will be able to build a family or have kids. Right. And it's like, that is not reality, right? Like we have never been able <laughs> to sort of control the outcome of things like that, right? Like there's to a degree, yes, we're fully participating in what we're creating, but there's an element of surprise. That's what life is about, right? There's mystery and there's, you know, all of these things. So yeah, I get that. And I love what you said, like everything is bigger outable and to like empower women where they're at, wherever they're at, you know? Yeah. 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 And that you can be an independent mom if it's the most important thing to you to be a mother. Like it, and yeah, we don't have to do it a certain way. You don't have to be married first. You can, if that's truly what you desire, you can have that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Lynn, I'm so grateful we got to do this. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to put um, contact info for Lynn in the show notes so you can go check her out, get connected with her. I feel like you are one of those people to me that you're so, you're just real, you know, like you don't try to put on the fakeness or any of that kind of stuff when it comes to social media. I feel like when you show up on there, it's just you, you're showing your, your, your experience of life, the things that you love and appreciate and just sharing. And I, I value that so much in the online space. So um, if you're like me and you would like to be connected with more wonderful women online, please go get connected with Lynn because she's absolutely lovely. And um, I'm hoping that you're going to start a podcast soon. I just totally threw you under the bus on that. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Yes. Um, yes. So watch for that as well. And anything that you want to share kind of in closing? Hmm. Yeah, just to be a mother is to be love. Oh, so many good quotes out of this episode, Lynn. I'm just like going to be peppering these out at people. You can live on love, okay? Yeah, it's all about the yeah. love. Being a mom is love. It's so, so true and so good. So I'm totally celebrating you and I hope that you have a beautiful Mother's Day. Yay, thank you. Thank <laughs> you.